This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is MuggleCast, episode 10 for October ben, 9th, ben, 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 It's quarter after yeah. one in the morning. It's Sunday night. Just, just get on with it. I know, I want to go to bed too. This is my first time editing. This is taken all day. What is wrong with you? I'm falling asleep right here. Know. Me too. The music's running out. Uh, Quick, hurry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Okay, this is episode 10. Please enjoy. Welcome to the MuggleCast, everybody. This is a milestone episode, episode 10. I'm Ben Shane. A to the Andrew Sims. <laughs> I'm Kevin Steck. Yeah, so this is our 10th episode. We've been around oh, for I 10 for- weeks now. Our first episode I- was back on August 7th. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I forgot it's only three of us today. Because oh, we're going for that classic I'm appeal. Kevin Steck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that there's no no Jamie Lawrence, no Eric Skoll, no Laura Thompson. They're all unable to make it, so this is a throwback episode. I like this. Before we get into too much reminiscing, let's go to Micah for this past week's news. All right, Ben, on Thursday, thanks to Warner Brothers, MuggleNet fans were given special access to a Mad-Eye Moody website. More of these on different characters are expected in the weeks to come. GobletOfFire.com has been updated with additional pictures and biographies for all the main characters in the movie. And Electronic Arts released a website for the Goblet of Fire video game. In order to have complete access to all the site's features, you have to work your way through a few challenges. On Friday, it was reported the latest issue of Exposé magazine would contain a huge feature on the Goblet of Fire movie, including interviews with Rupert Grint, Emma Watson, James and Oliver Phelps, and David Heyman, amongst others. There are also additional interviews posted on MuggleNet's main page with J.K. Rowling, whose book series just eclipsed 300 million sales mark, and Ray Fiennes, the actor who portrays Lord Voldemort. Wrapping up the movie news on the morning of October 29th, Kids WB is set to air Spellbinding Secret Saturday. This program will detail how certain special effects in the first three movies were created. Possible additional scenes from the upcoming film may be revealed. Of course, there are plenty of screenshots, videos, poster scans, and calendar scans over on MuggleNet's main page. Finally, at the release of the German translation of Half-Blood Prince last Saturday in Hanover Railway Station, an overeager 24-year-old man couldn't bear to wait in line, so he made off with six copies of the book down the crowded platform. An officer claimed the man said he couldn't wait to find out who the Half-Blood Prince is. First of all, buddy, the book has been out for almost four months. If you can wait that long, you can wait 30 minutes to get your own copy. And six copies? Wouldn't it have been easier to just steal one? Jeez. That's all the news from our new center in New York for this October 9th, 2005 edition of MuggleCast. Back to you guys. Thanks for that wonderful insight on this past week's news, Micah. So guys, this is our 10th episode. We've come quite a long ways. We've been number one on iTunes, been getting 50,000 plus downloads. Andrew, a week? what are your thoughts? Buddy? My thoughts? Oh, they are great thoughts. We started this on August 7th. We've grown so much. You want to hear a fun fact? This is going to make you have fun. 
if you look at this iTunes list, right now I think we're number, it looks like we're number 28, there is not one podcast ahead of us that has not been promoted on the main page. So basically, we're number one. That's what I'm trying to say. The number one unpromoted podcast. Pretty much, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So whatever, it's Adam true. Curry. They, they just won't take that. Al Franken. Whatever, Family Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think Steve Jobs is out to get us. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I'm still very surprised that uh, they didn't promote us when they released the uh, Harry Potter iPod. That too. That yeah. was very disappointing. Oh well. Steve Jobs. I'm a Windows <laughs> person. Yeah. I don't like. <laughs> well, we're trying to get us turned <laughs> off the iTunes Music Store. Yeah, quite a, quite a few <laughs> yeah, things yeah. have happened since we since we started this show. For example, the time we actually did get thr- thrown off the iTunes Music Store. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that yeah, is true. Yeah, that, that was that was kind of mysterious and strange. And then yeah, we but we've had quite out. a few people on the show. I don't know an exact count, but I'd just like to take time right now to thank everyone that's participated, including all of our listeners and everyone that's ever sent us a question, sent us suggestions. I'd like to encourage, keep sending us your comments, your questions, anything, because we like constructive criticism. We want to keep the show, we want to make it progressively better. I, and when we make an error, please call us out on it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, we, we apologize for last week's episode. We had one or two errors. Not, not many. But yeah, I was adding up the yeah. stats last week, see how many downloads we've had. We've had close to half a million downloads of all the shows combined. Yeah, if you, wow. if you think about it, I mean, we only have the stats starting from I think episode 6 and um like th- yeah the beginning of September about. yeah we've been getting oh it's just been great super over yeah close to half a million yeah and well well I mean to put into perspective we've had to uh get a separate media service just for the podcast just to host it because it was killing yeah. us. <laughs> and we, we originally used uh, a, an, another Our media. media delivery place that was, it was, yeah, it was, it was completely yeah. free, but they, for what it was, I, I like to thank them too, because for what it was, it was actually pretty good. And it was excellent. It was excellent, but, but it wasn't. They just couldn't support yeah. the amount of users. Well, the problem we was the speed was and slow. They, they didn't throw us off or anything. Yeah, and the, the downloads yeah. were taking quite a while, and. Yeah, things have changed like since the very first episode. For example, in the first episode, we used a program to record everyone at once, and then we found a way to make the audio better quality, how we're converting it, turning up the volume. So I think everyone would agree that even though like sometimes the content has been a bit shaky, that progressively from the first episode to even last week's episode, the audio has been getting actually better. Which is... Yeah, until this week's episode when you edit. Yeah, this week Andrew is oh. taking a break. He's going to be down <laughs> yeah. at the shore. Thank you, Ben. So last week when he said he never gets a break, he's he's lying. He, I really. This is my first show. I, I, I'm yeah. giving him. A I break think this I've week. edited twelve shows together total, and um, mm-hmm. so twelve. It's well overdue. Yeah, between between the special episodes and the uh, normal mm-hmm. podcast, I mean. You've been when when, when quite Ben a is bit. here, yeah. we'll actually be. Um, we're either I don't know if we're gonna do a behind the scenes, like an actual video of how we how how we make it, or um, it's just gonna be an audio version. I think people would appreciate a video version. What Ben is I, 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 I'm, I'm go- I will be at Andrew's house on November 9th. So 
So oh, those who want to greet us, meet us at <laughs> Philadelphia International Airport. Yeah, let's have a meetup. November 9th at 6, <laughs> p- at 6.30 p.m. Let's do a meetup right there. It's the lead. I'll, I'll be wearing a, um, so. I'll wear my, uh, uh, jeez. Forget it. <laughs> Just look for my face. What will you I'll wear? <laughs> your T-shirt? I'll, I'll wear my I'll wear my broken Mugglenut T-shirt, the one my mom destroyed in the washing machine for you guys to. Your broken? Yeah, my one? mom my mom washed it, messed it up. You know, not really surprised. How did she mess um, it up? I don't know. The emblem on the front is all smeared. So, oh, warm water. Or yeah, something, something like, that. like that. It bled. So, guys, yeah, I know nothing about wash. So once again, lie. yeah, Andrew and I are we are our ideas. Or that we're going to make like Ben and Andrew's premiere journey, yeah, and like make a little podcast. Okay, can I just go over it? this okay. real quick? <laughs> and actually, we are going to set Andrew take it away. We are going to set some new standards in podcasting. We will be the first to podcast from Uh-oh. Philadelphia International. We will be the first to podcast from a train going from Trenton, New Jersey, to New York City, New York. But we will not be the first. Now, are they going to allow you to video? Oh, no, we're just podcasting. I'm going to buy an iTalk for the iPod. Oh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, f- at the airport. Oh. For the well, airport security. as well? <laughs> yeah, they won't care. Whatever. Yeah, see, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, I wonder they, if security It's like a music player. I'm sure if you get permission, it doesn't matter. We're going to be in the terminal or yeah. whatever. Oh, I don't know. Sure. I've never flown before. Yeah. Right. I thought you said record like No, I'm going to be I'm going to be recording disgusting. while I walk through the metal detector and going on the plane. Do you think they'll allow that? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send your iPod on yeah. through be the like, metal like, What is this guy doing talking to himself walking onto an airplane? <laughs> Maybe he's a bit crazy. Uh, ben, the plane was you were going to be there, too. But, well, you can't go through the uh, metal detector because you're not going yeah. in the airplane. Right. But, but anyways, Andrew, let's talk about our podcasting pres- precedents some more. Please. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Sorry. but we will not be the first people to podcast from a New York subway, although we would like to. Because the Dawn and You show already beat us to that. But we'll find new places to podcast from. This is going to be... We're going to be setting new records. You're just going to be blown away. Well, at Barnes & Noble's. We'll, we'll mean, even podcast from the bathroom at Barnes & Yeah, whatever. If we have to. If we there wanna. you go. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Anything There's anything Andrew's there. challenge for the week. Oh, also, also, Send in the most creative places on, to on. podcast from. <laughs> really? Uh-oh, and also, also, I'd like to send. I'd like to make a, an additional challenge to visitors. Oh no! To draw a picture, oh. a fan art image of Andrew and I in a bathroom. <laughs> no! Oh my God! No! Yes. Okay, no. That would no. be that would be That's funny. Wrong. No, 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 no. Why right. not? That's so wrong. But okay. Oh, okay. It Whatever, is, guys. I'm leaving this in. <laughs> okay. So, since it's back to just the original three this week, um, what do you guys want to talk about? I mean. I'm pretty much open to any type of discussion. Well, there's been the first thing I'd like to mention is that we've seen about 65 billion trillion quadrillion to the infinitive power new pictures from the calendars: the German calendar, the Dutch calendar, the the Norwegian calendar, the Czech calendar. No, no, not not really all those countries, but (laughs) there's been calendar pictures everywhere. So, what do you think about what we've seen, Andrew? What do you think about Um, it? okay, actually, ha- have we ever seen this many pictures prior to a movie release? I think we actually did with Prisoner of Azkaban. We probably saw more. Uh, these... Uh, just, just as many, at least. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not this quality. Yeah, well, quantity. I don't know. I think with... 
I'm well, thinking, well, I remember yeah. one time there were there was a load of pictures that came in with Prisoner of Azkaban from the calendar, actually. So I don't know. I think it's been pretty much even. I think it's overwhelming to assess. But really? I mean, it, it, look, we have so many pictures. I was reading the comments in one of the news posts the other day. People are seeing the whole movie. Everyone knows what the movie is. Why do we need to go see it now? Yeah, I understand. What's I going see on? They're saying. I mean, no. I, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, the, like things like the Lord Voldemort scene—that's like going to be the most exciting thing ever. Yeah, we haven't seen any pictures of that yet. Well, not my, not many. Yeah. So, what well, we've seen—we've sort of seen like the the priori incantantum thing. But besides that, yeah, we see, haven't seen. Yeah, much. actually, in the TV spot, they actually showed another glimpse of that a little longer. I Which noticed. one was that? TV spot one or two? The because Warner of, Brothers. I, I believe it was two. Okay. I believe it Cause, was Because uh, Warner Brothers did release, officially released two TV spots the other day. Great quality now. Originally, we originally we just had um, scanned, or people recording it off their TV, which did not turn out as good. Mm. Which we appreciate, of course. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Right. People being ready with the... Uh, <laughs> not only that. Yeah, so... More stuff came out. If you, if you catch, if you catch any, um, any, if you see it on TV, don't don't hesitate. Even if you think there might just be a, one new clip, please send it in because we can use any video that you have. And send it, send send and it any pictures we can you piece have together the, uh, Send it any picture you we have. We figure we. <laughs> we figure we can piece together the whole movie. Yeah, we're working on that. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, we want to be able to have this uh, movie to you. Yeah. <laughs> We're kidding, WB, please. <laughs> we are joking. Not going to uh, do that. Wait, Kevin, you mean that okay, copy um, of Goblet of Fire you just sent me isn't legal? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It was actually in uh, TV Spot 1 mm. that the longer Thanks for clearing scene that up. was well, in Kentucky. Yeah, but there was, there's been like tons of other news, too. What about this Mugglenet exclusive Mad Eye Moody mini-site that we just put up today, we linked to today? Well, not what today. Think, by, the time Kevin, some, whoever. by the time somebody listens to it, it's going to be a few days old. Don't date the yeah, show. Um, there are secrets on this there site. Are. I know that. So we need people to uh, be looking not around. Not many, but some of the things you look at, you'll notice it's kind of <laughs> suspicious. There are like, like well, secrets. you pointed one out, Kevin. Oh yeah, with the uh, mm-hmm. the belt buckle in what was it? The download section. I do not know. I'm going back to it right now. But nothing really happened, though, right? Yeah, maybe it's because they're still setting it up. Yeah, well, you would have thought. I mean, the game section is still coming soon. I think what's yeah. w- what's really yeah. weird is that there's two things that say constant vigilance on them. And you mouse over each one and it goes back and forth. I think there's something up with those. And then there there's a book in uh, one of the sections as well that says... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so what's up with that? I don't know. What's up with that? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think this side actually looks yeah. pretty cool. Matt I. Moody, speaking of him, we've seen like, some, a few posters of him and stuff, and... I think he's really going to fit the part. At first, I didn't like, like the guy, the char- Brendan Gleeson's stature, per, per se. But now I think I actually like the way of what we've seen in the trailer, the way he portrays Mad Eye Moody, and that 
Yeah, he turned out to be pretty good. He does seem pretty good, but he's not the way I envisioned well, him. I mean, I envisioned him to be a little bit skinnier in my I mind. I do too, actually. Yeah, skinnier. I and think more what scarred. we've learned from I thought his yeah. face was a lot. More I think deformed. what we learned from WB so far is that you can't expect the characters to look as they did in the books. Because look at Crumb. Yeah, he's got he's got semi long hair true. in the movie. He's got uh, shaven head. Well, look at look at Ron. <laughs> Ron was supposed to be tall, him. tall and skinny, <laughs> and now we have this stocky Rupert Grint. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think I think the 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 actors really do fit their characters pretty well, though, and they've chosen some really good people for the movies. Even though they might not they may not be one hundred percent true to the book, they still fit their characters. I'm very, really impressed by. Well. Uh, uh, Rita Skeeter, who is played... Yeah, she looks right. excellent. Very, very well. Oh, what's... She's okay. one of the only characters that is the way I saw her. Yeah, That's how I but envis- that part... Envisioned her. I can't say that word today. That, that part in the trailer okay, where... Um, uh, in the TV spot, I believe it is, she, she asked something to Harry... Yep. That that was when I really saw that she was great for the part. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we've seen quite a bit of news about Goblet of Fire. It's just Goblet of Fire mania everywhere. We that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> posters, <laughs> mini site, uh, video game site. Yeah, the video games came came what? site came out too. There was actually uh, there was actually yeah. some. There's been confusion. I think. Amazon.com is the one to blame here. Um, everyone's been saying, and I think it stemmed from Amazon, that Goblet of Fire, the Goblet of Fire video game would be coming out on November 15th, when in all reality, this entire time, I was told by a rep at WB that it's coming out actually on November 10th. That is the worldwide uh, release date. On sale date. And that same huh. thing happened with the soundtrack too, and... Uh, uh, you didn't hear it from me, but um, it's not. It's the the Goblet of Fire soundtrack is going to be released not in stores first. You you heard it here first. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. Okay, well I think enough chit chat about Goblet of Fire. <laughs> let let let's let's roll the voicemails, guys. Uh. Okay. First wish mail, please. Hi, my name's Kim, and I'm from Ohio, and I listen to you guys on my way to work every week, and I love your show. It's great. I was also wondering what your opinions are of the Dursleys, whether they're going to make their typical appearance at the beginning of the seventh book and be done with them when Harry's emancipated at 17, like Dumbledore said he would be, or if they're going to play an important factor with his conquest against Lord Voldemort. I was also wondering if we're going to have any resolution with Aunt Petunia and why she keeps acting strangely around Harry and why J.K. keeps referencing that and if that's going to be important. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. That's a very good question. Uh Andrew, what do you think about this? Um well, look, I really hope that it goes back to how we've we've seen it in previous books where the story would open up with Harry because that is the real that is the real that is how you always see the Harry Potter books getting started off. And I think it's a great way yeah, definitely. <coughs> to I show that so, things definitely. aren't always perfect after after things were like resolved in the second book, you go back to this Dursley life. Right. But we're not going to see that happen in the seventh and book. And 
honestly. No, but I think it would be cool if he went back to the Dursley's house. Yeah, I I think at the very least, they should play the normal role. Mm-hmm. If they play a role larger than that, then that's fine, but I do want to see them as the uh, the original role that they played in all the other books, which is the Guardians yeah, of the Yeah, I was kind of hoping they'd be like... I don't, I don't want them to turn into, like, spoil sports, you know, and, like, preventing Harry from capturing his goal. Because I don't think they... Well, they really won't be able to because he's going to... He's... He'll become of age this next summer, like, if you're thinking... Like, the next book is the next summer. He'll come of age so he can leave, basically do whatever he wants. And actually, Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon don't even have to keep him there. Once he turns 17, they can throw him out because... You know, I think the agreement was as long as, uh, like Dumbledore said at the beginning of the sixth book, as long, just like keep him there for, um, you know, keep him there for just one more, one more summer. Promise me that, and then let him be gone. And what about the, what about the part about Petunia acting yeah. strange? What do you guys it, think? I think that we may see a tidbit of why she's acting strange, but I don't think she's gonna play a major I hope role. this is gonna be one of these one of those oh, mysteries. Fun facts. Yeah, like the fun well, facts that maybe she uh, gives. Well, I was gonna say later. right. I was I was hoping it was gonna be one of those things where we don't find out in book seven. It's gonna be one of those theories that's left yep. open to keep the Harry Potter fans still interested in the series. Everyone will want to know because it's a good uh, topic for discussion. Perhaps we should look yeah. into. Yeah, and she has said that she intends to. Uh, she at at the most she's going to write books for charity. Right. Jake Which would be fact that, books right? and so. stuff like uh, Quidditch Through the Ages and yeah, Fantastic exactly. Beasts and Where to Find Them. She should write Hogwarts of History. <laughs> That's just my thought on it. Okay, I think we've covered that. Roll the next voicemail. Hi, Mellowcast. My name is Susanna and I'm from Portugal. My question is, do you think Harry will survive in the end? I mean, even if he finds the Horcuses, do you think he will be able to defeat Voldemort in the last battle? Or that J.K. Rowling wants to show us that the good ones don't always win. Love your show. Bye. Well, what I think is that I, I think it'd be the ultimate plot twist because the entire Harry Potter books have been about the twists, you know, with Mad Eye Moody really being Barty Crouch Jr. with the Polyjuice potion, potion and things of that sort. So I really wouldn't be surprised if, like, at the very end, she had Harry die and Voldemort take over the world because, you know, everyone talks about being a classic good versus evil story. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if J.K. Rowling twisted it around on everyone and the ultimate plot twist of all time and have Voldemort virtually destroy the Wizarding World when he takes out Harry. What do you think, Kevin? Well, well, I think that, well, at least I hope that what happens in the end is that Harry defeats Voldemort, but dies in the process. I mean, it sounds as though it's sort of a why would I hope for that, but I think that it would be like the perfect resolution to the series, because so much, so many bad things have happened to Harry that it seems to me like it just can get it can't get any worse. You know what I mean? Right, and some people mention how he's destined to be reunited with all those people we've seen die. Exactly. His parents, exactly. Dumbledore, Sirius, you know. And that's why so I think I wouldn't that be surprised either. I, I, mean, I actually, go either way. I actually think it would be a good ending. I mean, having the way she writes, having Voldemort 
be defeated by Harry at the same time as Harry sacrificing himself for everyone else, you know? But I don't know, like, I, I don't know how that would really solve, like, be a resolution because then we're, like, the rest of the Wizarding World, I guess they'd honor Harry and stuff, but, like, his close friends, Ginny, Ron, Hermione, all the people that have been around him for the past seven years, they'd just be torn apart. But I guess they, at the same time, they'd realize, well, what he had to do, and... Yeah, Andrew, do you have anything to say about that? No, other than that, if Harry died in the last book, uh, people would be in an upset. Everyone's expecting Harry to win. That's true. Everyone thinks... Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. I mean, not not necessarily Harry win, but just because Harry wins doesn't mean he has to live. That's (laughs) That's true. That's true. Only one can survive. If you guys... If anyone... Yep, only one can survive. Eternal glory! Harry Potter! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Only one will reach eternal (laughs) glory! Okay. Uh, Ben. Ben, Ben, hold on. Hold on. What? You don't get it? (laughs) I can't! That's it! It's all sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 (laughs) Roll, roll the next voicemail. Hi, this is Zach calling from Pennsylvania. Love the show. Think you guys are doing a great job. And I'm curious if you guys have ever played the Electronic Arts Harry Potter video games. And if so, uh, what do you think? What do you think of them? Thanks. Keep it up. Honestly, I really haven't played them. I much. haven't. I tried either. out. I tried out. I tried out Sorcerer's Stone, and I'm not much of a gamer. I, I think Andrew's the only one that's really. I don't know if he. No, I'm games. not. I don't know. I'm not. Really I'm not a gamer, a gamer so. but I used to play. I played Sorcerer's Stone on Game Boy. I played uh, Quidditch World Cup on GameCube, and um, and then I also played Chamber of Secrets. But I really think if any three of those games, actually, there's four of them. Out of the four of those, Quidditch World Cup was definitely the best because I thought it was going to be like you know some stupid. Slow-paced, you know, ah, through the ball, ah, quaffle, yay! It was, it was yeah. actually really fast-paced, and it resembled a regular EA sports game, and I think that was their goal, and they actually did a really good job with it. So, out of the four games that are out right now, of course, the Goblet of Fire video game is coming out on November tenth. Out of the four yeah. that are out, I would right now recommend uh, Quidditch World Cup. Although, what now? Go ahead. now w- well, what do you think about uh, Goblet of Fire video game? Do you think that... What do you think about the rating? Oh, what's it rated? I never caught that. I don't know. <laughs> Did it get rated yet? Oh, it's... Okay, for well, there you go. Yes, it's so it does it, So, there you go. It doesn't but, resemble but the movie. <laughs> if it did... <laughs> In any way, shape, or form. Well, okay. The, the, what I think about the video games is... When I played Sorcerer's Stone, I, I didn't really like attract me that much because I wasn't really into hopping around Hogwarts Castle finding that the didn't giant resemble the books birdie at bots all. Every flavored beans, yeah, that, that that sort of just was sort of a turn off. But I've known other people, such as Damon. He works at Mugglenet. He played the third the third video game on PC, and he thought it was absolutely terrible. So, and I I, I typically trust his opinion. So. He wrote a review about it. It's probably still somewhere. Yeah, it still is. Yeah, he said that it wasn't 
it wasn't. He didn't think it was a very good game, especially in comparison to the first two, because it was just so easy. And you know, like the things about games are supposed to be a challenge, and if it's not, it's not really. I think they're realizing this. Fun. That's why they're going for a more of a movie resemblance with every uh, video game. Look, look at the Goblet of Fire one now. Their faces are actually in the game. The faces of the actors are actually in yeah, the game. Yeah. So, which is is sort it, of is it are they are they desperate? Is this what they need to keep people interested in the game? Because I don't really think that's required. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it is because they sell enough just because it's yeah. Harry Potter. You right. know, I think they're just trying to have a different approach. You know, after making, th- you know, three or four games that or actually three games which are based upon the same premise. You know, you, right. you tend to uh, want to start something new. Right. So, well, I, I hope it's good. So, actually, can I just make a? Um, yeah, Electronics Arts. I know you're out there. If you'd like to give us a preview copy, we'll review it on the show. I, oh, I promise absolutely. I'll give you a good review. Yeah, yeah. Give us every it's copy: totally. DS, PSP, <sighs> GameCube, PS2, yeah. Xbox, <laughs> and give us an Xbox. Xbox. Well, give I, us I, a PS2. I, give us a GameCube. <laughs> no, I, oh yeah, uh, I, I'm sure. No, I'm but, sure but if, if, right now. No, but if they do want to send us a copy, absolutely, we'll review it. But we'll review it honestly. I'm I know. I'll give it a positive it. review. Sucker Don't worry. I'll I'll plug it. <laughs> I, I like free stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You like Andrew. free stuff. <laughs> oh, geez. I like free stuff too. Okay. Next voicemail. Hi, Muggle Cast. This is Michael from Minnesota. I really like your show. I was just reading book five, and I noticed uh, once again how Aunt Petunia turned pale and got scared when the Dementors were mentioned. Is it possible that somewhere in her past she was attacked by Dementors, and possibly that is what made her hate the magical world in the first place? And if so, do you think this could affect anything in book seven? And that's it. Thanks. Well, that's a really good question. I think that... That since she grew up in a wizarding household, like her sister was a wizard, and she may have heard about how creepy and how scary and how frightening, and how basically these these creatures just suck the life out of you, and that's why she may have had the paralyzing look or the look of fear in her eyes. That's just my take on it. I have no Andrew, take on it. Do you have any thoughts? It, well, well, I think that it's exactly what you said. I mean, it's she hates a wizarding world because she was. Um, different well she wasn't different but she was normal in her family and her family held uh lily above herself in her mind at least so she's she was jealous of that and because of that spawned her hate of the wizarding world you know what if i agree i think but that's it, well how did how did petunia find out about these dementors because she didn't she said that she heard him she referred to Harry's father talking about it. Isn't that what? Yep. What happened? Oh, okay. Because I had thought it might have been passed along. To Harry's father talking. Passed to along her. by Lily. But although, although, Mike does have a point. I mean, she does have some um, large reaction to the mention of Dementors. A larger reaction than you would expect from someone who right. hasn't ever Hates seen one. Wizards. You know? Yeah, I mean, you would think that if she has such a uh, big reaction that she had seen one before, and if so, where you know? Well, she she didn't she didn't see it. She felt the effects. Yes. Of it. What yes, if 
Just what if, per that. se, Petunia and Lily actually... Petunia is afraid of them because of Lily's death. Because Petunia was Lily's sister, so what if they really were close? And... Yeah, but why would she be afraid of it because of because Lily's Because she death? liked Lily. Well, I think... Like there may be a there may be a hidden source of bitterness here is that Lily was always the favorite child because she was a witch, and what happened was that this witchcraft, this thing that she grew up hating, is what killed her because she was killed by the evil wizard Voldemort. So it may be that she loved her sister, but she hated what she was practicing. Yep. Yeah. Do you guys think that makes Definitely. sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. Okay, and about it having actually having an effect on book seven. I don't know. I think it's in the past, really. I don't know what effect it'll have, except the fact that P- Petunia may actually have some other type of connection to the Wizarding World that we don't know about. But beyond that, it's all speculation. I don't know. It's exactly. Okay. Okay. So roll the next voicemail. Hey, my name's Rachel, and I'm from Manchester in England. First, I'd like to say what a wicked job you're doing, and I think you're all wrong, especially Jamie because he's English. All right, my question is this. Joe Rowling has already said and confirmed that the last word in Book 7 is Scar. Do you think that this gives away any bearing on whether Harry dies or stays alive in the end? Because some people I know have taken it as Harry's scars fading away, meaning the Voldemort's defeated or something, but I'm not honestly sure. What's your take on it? Since I fielded most of these, um, Kevin, you take this one. I, I think it's... I don't think that the scar will be fading because of Voldemort dying. Um, first of all, I don't think that theory, that's all speculation. There's no basis of that. Um, it's a scar, so you would assume that even when Voldemort is gone, it will remain there forever. I, the right. way I envisioned it was she would say something along the lines of, and it all started with a scar or something like right. that. Just like a closing sentence to sum up the whole. Well, the, it could be. It could be so. Well, it could. It could be, I was thinking. Yeah, me, me, and me and one of my friends were just sitting around thinking of like funny ways the book could end, or just things like Hermione says something like, "Harry, where's your scar?" Or Voldemort stands over the boy that he just murdered, the one with the famous scar. You know, just something. It was more elaborate and more. And more fluent when I originally typed it out and thought of it than it is now. But the point is, like, there could be just there could be so many Definitely. endings. Or what that, if good or what so if it's I, not? I don't think it's. I don't think it's fair to speculate about what if, it is going to be when there's a literally. A if J.K. Rowling would tell us that and say, "Okay, yeah, it is going to be Scar. That's the last word." What if it even doesn't relate to Harry Scar? Like, it could be an emotional Scar. Although she or did, she, could just she did say that uh, she was considering in that interview. She said considering uh, changing it. She said she's yeah she's considering changing it. She's going to see how it turns out because I guess that she uh, she's had some thoughts on the last chapter. So we shall see. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> Hi, my name's Kiki. I really enjoy the show and all its humorously intelligent discussions. Um, the question I'd like to pose to you is, going with the theory that Dumbledore knew he was going to die, that Snape was going to kill him eventually, um, would it be possible that in the Dumbledore was able to store many of his memories in the pensive, and then later Harry can go and use it to gain knowledge that previously he wasn't able to have, since Dumbledore is now dead? Thanks! 
Okay, yeah, I think this is a great theory because a lot of people have been led to believe that Dumbledore actually might die. I mean, he uh, he knew that he was going to die. So, as a backup per se, he put them he put some of his thoughts into this pensive. So, that way that way Harry could go back to it and say, "Oh, look, here's Dumbledore's conveniently placed pensive." So, and there you go. Harry, see see the problem the problem I see with that theory is that what could Dumbledore have stored that would Memories. be valuable to Harry without compromising what they learned? The Black Hand. What happened with that? What's up with that? Could that have related to what one of the Horcrux that he was looking after? So Harry could go back to where he was, where he got that Black Hand. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that he would have to store it in his pensive. If he didn't, the pensive is not a secure thing by any means. Mm. Right. So, so anyone can, can go into those memories. memories. So, so the thing is, he he could be compromising. Exactly. Order that that's why I say, you know, Dumbledore might exactly. not have done it. But what if like reason. McGonagall was protecting it or something? Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, but then McGonagall would have said something to Harry at the. Well, end how do you know that she's not waiting until? Well, yeah, I, don't, not I don't know necessarily. if she would have. I don't know if she would have. If said they that were addressed to Harry and uh, Dumbledore created them, I'm sure she would have said something. It's she. She. Uh, I'm know. sure she has a fair idea. I can completely believe Harry's that. Even if Dumbledore didn't know he was going to die, he could have still made a pensive that. Um, That's of, true. Of very very early thoughts. At least knowledge for. Yeah, for uh, and and couldn't he like make the pensive so that you have to be a certain person? I don't maybe know. I mean, so there, there 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 could be some sort of charm that you there's have charms to, for yeah, everything but, bad but they could use to everything. But remember, I mean, well, remember is. that when Dumbledore died, his charm on Harry got released. So does that mean mm, yeah, that the true. other charms are released? I don't know. So what do I look like, J.K. Rowling? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. You do look like a woman. Oh. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> guys, guys, come on. Okay. So, do you guys have any other thing you want yeah, to Yeah, actually, I do. Okay, okay, so we we have a few challenges okay, for people then. this week. Just in case one doesn't tickle your funny bone, we'll give you another one. So, the first one, huh? let's let's have three this week. So, the first one is to come up with crazy the the most unique places you think we can podcast from in New York City, and if 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 we like your idea, we'll definitely do it. Me and me and Ben will go anywhere in New York City. Well, okay, wait a second, almost anywhere. <laughs> almost anywhere. Yeah. Almost. Don't say anywhere. anywhere. I know I'm not going anywhere in New York City. I'm not going. <laughs> Beep. Okay, so that's our first listener challenge. Then Ben, you still want to do your second one? I think is weird oh yes okay. yes yes the next listener challenge is to make a song for MuggleCast make a song about MuggleCast for MuggleCast and if we like it we'll, here's, we might even play here's what we're looking for we're looking for a hot remix one that is going to make people want to dance catchy stuff take stuff you've uh, 110% permission to go pull out stuff from all the past shows or even this show um, funny lines or whatever just make a remix for those of you who can't do that. Yeah, definitely. Something about MuggleCast. Yeah. <laughs> just for us. Okay. 
Oh, also, this week's edition of Spy on Spar. Yeah, it's a very detailed way. Yeah, I'm excited. This is the best one yet. He did it just for the show. You read it. It's the best. Okay. Watching Joe Gandolfi representing Not Hall in the Mr. ND pageant. 8.30 at La Fortune Ballroom on the second floor. I'm there. Let's so, go, guys. Andrew, Andrew is watching the Mr. Notre Dame pageant Me? right now. Oh, it's some pretty intense stuff. No, I mean Emerson. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. You're not that cool. Um, Emerson's watching the Mr. Notre Dame pageant right now. That's so cool, I guess. Th- that that I think that's that wraps up this week's edition of Spy on Sparts. For all of those, for all of you out there who are wa- keep wanting Emerson on a podcast, I'm sure. Be there, New York City, November twelfth. Don't miss it. Everyone It'll should come there. out because after we're so. going to be meeting everyone afterwards. You're going to be able to see us do the show live. We're gonna give you guys this, and we're gonna go eat it. We're gonna go eat it um, at Chili's. Chili's paying for us all. Yeah. No, we're gonna I'm eat. Kidding. We're gonna Chili, eat I don't know, I at whatever the closest place is to the Barnes and Noble because we're gonna be hungry. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the closest place. <laughs> or did I say McDonald's? Okay, not McDonald's. Oh. I don't <laughs> no, eat McDonald's. Not McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> also, one last thing: we're also gonna start running comments from you guys, audio comments at the end of the show. So send those in to voice at staff.mongonet.com, put in the subject line, comment, comment, and then we will maybe air it at the end of the show if it's good enough. We like comments. Okay, so I think that pretty much concludes this week's edition of MuggleCast. It's really a throwback. We're back to the original three. Next week we'll probably see some of the other guys poke, poke back in. And girls, and we still so have Laura. That, People love Laura. Yeah, yeah. But so have Laura, guys and girls, both. We're not. We're and not Laura should be sex, should be good here. with the audio by next week. Yeah, okay. for those of you who are wondering why her headphone headset wasn't back so. uh, the best, she was actually using the headset or the microphone built into her computer, um, and it made this really loud humming noise, and I had to get rid of it, which made her sound quality bad. So yeah. Okay, <laughs> enough explanation, boys. Sorry, I got carried. So, once again, that wraps up. Episode 10 of MuggleCast. With all this in mind, I'm I'm me. (laughs) And I'm Kevin Stuck. So, if you have any questions or suggestions, just shoot us an email. Do any of that stuff. And we'll see you next week.